0: Hey guys, it is Yitzhak and Adar, um, Parik Lamed Hay, part two. So, this parak is quite amazing. I, it took me a while to like start getting it, but I think Baruch Hashem, I'm starting to get something from it. So, um, if you're here following along, um, I bless us, myself included, that we can kind of take this whole conversation with open eyes, um, because there's really a lot being said and a lot that actually has a lot of you know actually pertains to our real lives you know this is really it's a big deal to know that what essentially what dr was saying here is that the purpose of my life is not only what i can figure out or emotion out or any of that but that really essence is found in, in action, literally in action so um, the altar is really trying to get that into our heads here. Um, and if you got that pun, then it means you're following along Tanya. so good job. <laughs> but okay, so what we said yesterday we, we got a we took a quote from the Zohar where the altar where the Zohar says that a chacham enab, chacham enab that a wise man's eyes are in his head. What we explained is that the Shechina rests on a person's head ideally that's what should happen that a shekhinah should be resting on a person's head that my body is the wick the shekhinah is resting on my head what attaches the the flame to me what attaches me to the shekhinah the flame to my body is oil right that's what attaches a flame to a wick what is the oil and so what is the oil the oil is mitzvahs and so we said a chacham's eyes are in his head because a chacham is constantly a, a wise person somebody that's engaged with the purpose of their lives their biggest intention is going to be looking their eyes are going to be searching for how to keep that sheena on their head how can i keep myself fully bittled to the sheena that i am to the to the godliness that is literally inside of me right now and on me right now and so the sheena's eyes are in his head because that space between body and sheena resting on body which is the wit, which is the oil is um is the, is the good deeds, is the type of entire mitzvahs, and, and the Chacham is constantly saying, wow, I want to do more good deeds so that the Shekhinah can be resting on my head, because that way there's oil so that the Shrina can rest. So, we're going to talk more about it today, actually kind of get into understanding what it means, we're going to talk about and over today and tomorrow we're going to explain why it is that a mitzvah is the oil, why can't my soul be the oil, why can't my meditation be the oil, why can't there there's other things, you know, that are of more spiritual nature that could be oil, meaning that could be that connective point that connects the Shekhinah to me. Why does it have to be a mitzvah? So we're we'll talking about it today. Let's go inside. Okay, <laughs> the meaning of this analogy that we are comparing the light of the Shekhinah to the light of a candle. That the that the light cannot shed that it cannot shed light, and it cannot hold on to the wick unless it has oil. If a wick is trying to have a flame but there's no oil, it'll burn out. It won't work, right? Similarly, the shechina does not rest upon a man's body, which is compared to the wick. Ella only through. The nimschel would be only through oil, and in the nimshal it's ella ay, de, masim taivim davka, only through good deeds specifically, and it's sweet. how the goes, I don't, know, I don't know, I don't understand this, but the shifts back and forth between masim taivim and taira mitzvahs, using both terms. And I'm not sure why, but I'm curious to understand that. So, what keeps my what keeps the Srina attached to me? What keeps me in a state of, of connectivity with Tashkina is the oil, which is Masam Tavim, which is gadid which is Mitzvah. And it's not enough to have one soul, which is literally a piece of God above, to be the oil for the wick. My soul, you would think, like, it's a really good question, like, why isn't my soul, like... <laughs> If anything would be the oil for the shekhina the rest on me, you would think it's that, the fact that I have a neshama. You know what I mean? Walter was saying, it's not enough. And this is going to be understood clearly and understandably to every intelligent person, which, <laughs> you know, Walter was explaining to this explaining this to us, though. He's essentially saying, like, if you seek this truth, you're going to find it. Like, this is possible to be understood, and it's possible to be, to be attained you know in a real tangible wow i get this way um, and the end of the whole and hey actually is also Maven, like that author literally saying like this will be understand understood by those who try to understand it like you know <laughs> like if you're not getting this if this is if this is something that you're being like oh no that doesn't make any sense you're not you're not looking hard enough you're not looking deep enough you're not having the right context to understand this you're not you know, but like this is possible to be understood. Which I don't know, I find that interesting <laughs> um, and powerful, honestly. But okay, continuing on. Okay, so why? Why can't my soul be the oil that attaches the shchina to me? Why can't I live my life saying, Yeah, I have a time in my life. I live a wholesome, healthy, happy life. I'm aligned with God. You know, having the shchina rest on you is essentially being aligned with God. It's literally that posture standing up straight, Shekhinah resting on me, like, I am divine breath. <laughs> like that moment of like, oh my God, Ein Ad is actually includes me too. You know, that's, that's the Shekhinah resting on me. We're going to see soon what this what it looks like, the Shekhinah to rest on you. And that's literally what Alteba says. It's, it's the moment where that thing looks like God is actually there. It's not something separate from God. It is literally reflective of the fact that Hashem is inside of it right now. And why can't me just choosing to live that way be enough for me to be living that way like why do i actually need a mitzvah i can't just i have a soul i have alignment i have you know i have faith i have all this stuff like i have spiritual energy and flowing through me like why isn't that enough to live that to live with that alignment ki hine adam sadik ayved hashem for the soul of a person, even if he is the perfect tzaddik, who serves God with fear and with a pleasurable love, which is, I was was one of the highest loves. Afal <laughs> Pigen, nevertheless. Eina b'teila Li Batel, libatel v'likala or Hashem mamish. Liayis achadim umiyuchadim b'yuchad gamar. Rakud d'var b'fnai atzmai. Yarei Hashem v'ayhavai. So that person, that tzaddik, that is completely... Immersed in his love and fear of God, nevertheless, he's not completely nullified out of his own existence, meaning he's not nullified out of the space inside of him that says, I love you. So, this person, that is this perfect tzaddik, he's not completely subsumed in God. And how do I know that? Because the tzaddik says, I love God. And just by the very statement of I love God, it means that there is a yireh Hashem, f'ayahba. it means that there is somebody in me that is loving you. <laughs> we're not one. If I am loving you, we're not one. Masha what we're saying about this Shekhinah is that the Shekhinah has to rest, the, the oil that needs the Shekhinah to rest, That the oil that allows the Shekhinah to rest. If you think about oil, one of the ways that you can understand is that the oil actually gets consumed by the flame. The oil doesn't say, oh yeah, I allow the flame to burn. The oil and the flame literally become one. The oil is the conduit for the flame to be and the oil gets subsumed in the flame it it, they become one entity and what we need for the shekhinah to rest on top of us is something that is so essentially one with the shekhinah that it can allow the shekhinah to rest and what we're saying about the soul is that the soul that isn't that because the soul says i i choose god i see god i love god i know god um what is what what can do that what can allow the shekhinah to rest Shehin kihemitzvai umasim tayvim and good deeds, shehin rtznay yisparach which are god's literal will u yisparach u mikarachaim lachol now what is god's will god's will is the source of life for all the worlds and all of the creatures and all of the creatures of creation sheyaret lehem elitim simim rabim vahaster ponim shvarchan eliot barchu virides majegas that descended through the many contract for the many simim contractions concealing the fact that Hashem is literally inside of them right now from level to level. Until it would be possible to come into being and have this world that looks like its own separate entity. And not be nullified out of its own existence so that there are people walking around saying, hi, I am here. And the street says, I'm here. And the peanut butter says, I'm here. You know, everything is in its own space. Why did Hashem do that? Why did Hashem do that? That was, all the that was all the going to work. So that, and you make money, so that what? Mitzvahs, on the other hand, are the internal aspect of, the, of Hashem's divine will. Mitzvahs are the moment that that person comes home and says, everything that I did today, I did for my family. All of the creation that Hashem created is for a Yid to do a mitzvah, is for a Yid to tap into that state of alignment with God that is not just, I love you, but that we are actually one in this moment. And that moment of oneness is expressed through a mitzvah. In that moment of a mitzvah, there is no concealment of the divine countenance at all. I'm just interesting to note that we're going to see more of this tomorrow, but It's not that mitzvahs are one with God because they look like they're one with God. Mitzvahs are one with God because God says they're one with God. And that's essentially the difference between when something is bittal and when it's not. If I am saying, I'm bittal to God because I want to live in alignment and I want to this and I want to that, da-da-da-da-da, it's not bittal. Bittal is the sense of, I am one with God simply because I am one with God. (laughs) <laughs> not because I've proven myself or because I did enough mitzvahs or because I'm wearing the right thing or because I finally got it all right or because that's not bittal. Bittu... If bittal has a reason why you're bittal, it's not bittal. If Bittle has like a revelation aspect of it of like, because I look like this, that's what's allowing the bittle to happen. It's not bittle. That's why the we're just coming from Purim, you know? Purim is the revelation of atzmus. What do we do on Purim? We dress up. We literally dress up on Purim. We do the craziest things. Ad <laughs> we, <laughs> we get to a point where there is no revelation. We can't tell the difference between Mordechai and Haman, right? We're in the state of there's no there's no more story. There's no more trying to express what Atzmas is because once when you're trying to express what Atzmas is, it's not Atzmas anymore. <laughs> when you're trying to express what Bittel is, it's not Bittel anymore. And that's why like on Purim, which is this holiday of Atzimus, Hashem isn't written in the Megillah because if you were to say Hashem, if you're, if you're going to look at Hashem, you're going to say Hashem did that, then you're saying a dimension of Hashem. But Purim says Hashem is everything. Not Hashem is what he did or Hashem is what he revealed himself as. Hashem is everything. Hashem, you know, um, what was like the thing that, yeah, yeah shereiya. What Hashem told Moshe by Pesach, you know, and essentially that's what we're saying here: that a mitzvah is the conduit that allows us to have that state of bittul, where the chalina can rest on can rest on our head, can rest inside of us. Why? Because Hashem says that a mitzvah is one with Me. Hashem creates mitzvahs as the primis heresum of creation. So it's not because it feels good or it looks good or it revealed to you, guys, it's not because any of that. It's because a mitzvah is. Div- divinity. A mitzvah is the unity. Is when I do a mitzvah, I'm united with the unity of God. It's it, and that's because Hashem said so. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> in a mitzvah, uh, the, the the energy within a mitzvah, the godly energy within a mitzvah, is not a separate entity from God, but Elohu miyuchad nichlal is united and contained within Hashem's actual will and it is one with Hashem in a perfect unity um, so we're gonna I'm literally gonna finish this recording now and just go straight into tomorrow's Tanya which is the Tanya for Shabbos. Um, because it's really like one long conversation but essentially what we're what we're saying right now is that for for somebody who wants to live with God <laughs> I my eyes are gonna constantly be looking for the thing that allows God to rest with me that allows me to be united with God why because we just said before that that's why I'm alive that's why I was born to live in that state of United united with God <laughs> wants to dwell inside of me that's why I'm here so how do I do that what am I what's the what what is the means through which I allow that experience to happen a mitzvah why because a mitzvah is is the experience of bittul Ta Hashem a mitzvah? Is the experience of unity of God, of unity with God, it's not something separate from God? So when I am tapped into a mitzvah, I am tapped into that state of unity with God, which allows—we're going to see tomorrow—which allows the shlichin to rest because shlichin can rest where there is bittul. Shlichin can rest where a person says, "I am not taking up the space instead of Hashem." <laughs> like shlichin can rest where where there isn't not room for him well i don't know what <laughs> Shekhinah can rest where there is room for Shekhinah to rest Shekhinah resting is the natural consequence of a person being in a state of i know god is here then the Shekhinah is there because you're reveal you're allowing the Shekhinah to be seen because it it has been there but if i'm saying i am here meaning the separateness of me is here the fear of me is here the well not open-hearted fear open-hearted fear is I am afraid, and this is an expression of me that Hashem is a part of right now, but fear of like, the world is actually bad and God isn't here, you know? Of course Hashem isn't going to be revealed there because you're literally saying Hashem is not here. <laughs> so it's like a very, like, I find it very interesting when author like kind of describes things in these ways because it's like, we think of these things as very spiritual concepts a lot. Like, oh, the Shekhinah resting, and Hashem revealed, and all these things. But in the meantime, like, Chassidus makes it very clear. Hashem is here. Ein Ad Literally, literally, literally. How do you reveal Ein Ad You get out of the way. You, you choose to see that Ein Ad is here. Once you see that it's here, it, it, it is there. Because it always has been there. <laughs> so it's a spiritual concept that it's really not. It's very, very practical. And the implication of knowing that the purpose of my life is not tied to something that I can ever understand or experience or whatever, but is tied to me literally doing a physical mitzvah, doing a mitzvah, a kind action for somebody else, uh, you know, leading, go back to Purim, like maybe that's why the whole thing of Purim is you do a mitzvah for somebody else, because that's really, that's the extension of atzmas. Okay, lachaim to be continued, Shabbos.